Hello, 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 hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith. I am the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. Super excited to be coming to you guys today with this content. This is something that, like, when my mentor said this to me or said this to us on a group training, it kind of hit me to my core and it really has made me super um, excited about talking about this. So, I think this is going to help a lot of people that feel like they have consistency issues or feel like they are not, you know, not growing their business the way that they hope. And so I'm really, really excited to um, share this with you guys. So first and foremost, we are going to go into the um, fan of the week, which is going to be, let me pick one real quick, Aaron Bees. Aaron Bees says, uh, raw, authentic, and inspiring. Thank you so much for sharing your life. You are so inspiring and I appreciate your realness so, so much. You are so loved. Thank you so much, Aaron. Um, Aaron actually is a good friend of mine that um, is another leader on our team. I m- have mad respect for her. She helped me uh, so much when we started in this business. So I love you, Aaron. Thank you so much. If you want to be shouted out on this podcast, um, just make sure that you go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and... Um, just leave a little love note so that I can shout you out on the podcast. I want to definitely get better about shouting people out because I appreciate you guys so much. You have no idea how much the uh, ratings help me. They, you know, they are literally what makes the podcast on iTunes is uh, you guys saying that you love what I'm talking about. So let's get into this. Super, super excited to share this with you guys. So how many of you guys think that you have a consistency issue? If you think that you have a consistency issue, I want you to go ahead. Nova. Sorry, dog mom life. I want you to go ahead, screenshot this, share it into your Instagram story and say, I just say consistency issue or something like that. Just say I have a consistency issue and tag me. It's underscore Queen Sid. ITS underscore Queen Sid. Make sure you tag me if you think that you have a consistency issue. I want to know how many people think that. So I want you to pause this podcast and do that right now before I get into the nitty gritty content because y'all are going to be shocked. Y'all are going to be shocked, but I want some honest answers on this. So make sure you share it into your Instagram story or your Facebook story so that I know that you are raising your hand, throwing yourself on the sword. You are admitting you think that you have a consistency issue. And I want you to know that my hand was up when this was said. I was like, I have a consistency issue, right? Like some days I am cranking out podcasts. Some days I'm not. Some days I'm cranking out live. Some days I'm not. Some days I'm cranking out messages. Some days I'm not, right? That's the like a consistency issue to me, but it's not, okay? You don't have a consistency issue. I know. A lot of you are mind blown. A lot of you are like, okay, Sydney, that's BS. Okay, you want to know how I know you don't have a consistency issue? Some of you guys are moms, and you've consistently parented and raised your children every single day, okay? You've consistently eaten every single day. Whether your diet was good or not, you've consistently eaten every single day. You've consistently showed up to a job for somebody else, right? You've consistently gone to school. You might have graduated elementary school, middle school, high school, maybe college, maybe a master's program. You consistently went to school to graduate, right? You don't have a consistency problem. You are a consistent human. We are all consistent humans for the things that we are passionate about, Okay, y'all don't have a consistency issue, you have a passion issue, right? How many of you guys are mind blown? If you did not share it into your Instagram story when I told you to, now you should share it with a mind blown emoji, okay? You don't have a consistency issue, you have a passion issue. 
okay? And a lot of you guys are passionate about something. You just don't know what it is, right? Like, you don't know what it is. And I'm going to throw myself on the sword. I'm sorry, I'm drinking my ketones while I'm talking to you guys. But I'm going to throw myself on the sword with this and say that, like, I didn't know what mine was. Like, I, I didn't, when this was said to me, I was like, okay, great. What's my freaking passion? Because if you don't know my story... A year ago, I was in a really crappy relationship living in a city that I hated, living in a relationship with a man when I wanted to be with women, and um, I was just not in a good place, right? And I literally thought that I was stuck. I thought that that was going to be my life for the rest of my life. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved that man. Of course I did. I spent five years with him, but it was not a good relationship. It was a toxic relationship. It was toxic for my sobriety. It was, I'm, you guys, I've come out as a lesbian since then you're like come on okay put two and two together okay so I thought I was stuck in that situation right and all I wanted was to get out all I wanted was to get out that's all I wanted I wanted to get out and I did that right? And so I think that sometimes we are passionate about something and when you don't keep continue to reevaluate your passions, once you hit the thing you're passionate about, you kind of slow down, you kind of stop because you're like, okay, now what, right? So our first goal was to earn a free car with this company. We did that in six months and then I was kind of like, okay, now what? Well, then my now what became I needed to get out of the situation that I was in. So then I packed up my stuff. Y'all, when you want something bad enough, when you're passionate about it enough, you will get it done, okay? Let me talk about this for a second. Like, I literally was about to leave for a trip, okay? I had tw- my, my ex and I broke up. I had 24 hours to get my stuff out of his house until I left for an 8 a.m. flight the next day, okay? 24 hours to get my stuff out of the house. I moved all of the stuff in 24 hours into my mom's, my bedroom and my mom's house, my childhood bedroom, Y'all know how much stuff I left behind? I didn't even care. I didn't care. I said, no, keep the kitchen stuff, even though my mom bought that for me. Keep it. I don't want it. Keep the furniture. I don't want it. Keep the bed. I don't want it. I want my clothes. I want my dogs. And I wanted my rats. Okay? That's all I wanted. And that's all I took. But I wanted out so bad. So I put all the stuff in my mom's childhood, in my bedroom at my childhood, my childhood bedroom at my mom's house. Jeez Louise. And... The next day I got on a flight and I left to go speak on stage in Nashville in front of 500 people and tell my story of addiction and be the strong person and listen to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stories pour out of other people and pretend like I was in a good place when I wasn't, okay? And then I got home from that trip and one week later I was on my way on a road trip down to Texas because I was so passionate, literally nothing was going to stop me. That trip was not going to stop me. The money was not going to stop me. The fact that it was a 20-hour drive to Texas was not going to stop me. The fact that I didn't know where I would be living was not going to stop me. The fact that I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to afford rent was not going to stop me. Not a thing was going to stop me because I was so damn passionate about it. And then I got here and I was like, okay, now what? This life that I had literally been daydreaming about was real. I got to get up when I wanted. I had my own space. Okay, I had my dogs. I was living in the Texas heat. I was free in my own energetic space. Like, y'all, what was next? Okay, and so I, I didn't know I didn't know what my passion was. So when our mentor said this on the training the other night, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, I, was li- I literally was like, I don't know what my passion is. 
okay? And so luckily, our million-dollar mentor does uh, one-on-one coaching sessions. So I immediately scheduled a coaching session with her, and we got on the phone, and I was like, girl, because we're friends. We're buddies. She lives in Texas, too. But um, I, I said, girl, I don't know. I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what I want, right? And she was like, okay, no problem. Have you done the what if exercise? And I was like, no, was that? And she was like, I want you to write down 50 what ifs, okay? These are 50 things that you you would want, right? 50 things that you would want. So I'm gonna read you guys a couple of them so that you guys can get an idea because I want you to do this. I want you to write down 50 what ifs. And this is something that you should be doing every six months. Like I said, we need to reevaluate our passions every six months because if they grow, if they change, if they mold, that's fine, right? So I said, what if I was a TikTok influencer? What if I was debt free? What if I had my own house? What if I had a huge yard for Nova and Darth? What if I could change, uh, help change the addict recovery slash judicial judicial system, which probably doesn't make sense to a lot of you, but it makes sense in my brain. Uh, What if I didn't have to worry about money? What if I felt worthy of love? Okay. Now that one hits hard. What if I felt worthy of love? Because here's the thing that I realized with my coaching call, right? I did these 50 what ifs. I wrote down all these things and, and I, I sent, um, screenshots of it to my mentor and she was like, all right, how do you feel? And I said, I have a better vision of what I want, which is hard for me. Uh, if you are not a visionary person, so there are visual people and there, you know, there's dreamers and there's thinkers. Okay. And I'm a thinker. So it's really hard for me to picture things if I haven't actually touched them, seen them, experienced them in real life. Um, so actually my mentor moving into this new house that she moved into really helped me because uh, I was able to see a house that I would want to live in, right? I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. I know what it smells like. I know what it feels like to sit and work in the kitchen and have the sun hitting my face. I know what it, like, I, I, can, I can feel it now. And so this exercise was really helpful for me because I wasn't sure... I'm not good at like visualizing things like that. I, I'm very challenged with it because I'm a thinker. And so writing down 50 what ifs, put these ideas in my head and put these visions in my head and put these, put these um, things in my head of like, what do I want, right? So I said, I have a better vision of what I want, but now I need to work on the limiting beliefs. And I think this is where a lot of people struggle. And I'm going to get into this in a little bit, but this is where a lot of people struggle where uh, I didn't think I came from drug addiction. I came from living in a trap house with my drug dealer. I came from sexual abuse. I came from so such a crappy situation that like I never thought I was going to get here. So what why would I deserve more? Right? Why would I feel like I deserved more? And I think a lot of you can relate to that. So that's why I say that. But I said to her, you know, I have a great vision of the things that I want now and I need to work on the limiting beliefs because I'm stopping myself from attaching emotion to it, right? I can sit here and say with a smile on my face, what if I felt worthy of love because I don't know how to attach emotion to that. I don't know how to open my heart up and let myself feel worthy of that, right? Like I have the most amazing girlfriend. She is incredible. She is so supportive. She is just, she's incredible, And yet I still sit here and I'm like, do you really love me? Do you really like me? Is this an act? Because I don't feel worthy of it, right? And so I'm stopping myself from attaching emotion to it because I don't feel like I deserve it, right? And I think a lot of you guys can can 
relate to that. And so I did the 50 what ifs, the what ifs. And so I said to my mentor before we got off the phone, I said, I do have two things that I can attach emotion to and that are attaching emotion to me. Or when I think about they bring emotion. She said, all right, cool. What are they? And I said, they're kind of stupid because they're not, they're not about me. And she was like, all right, cool. What are they? And so the first one I said was that my dog, I cried when I did this on, on freaking, uh, training last night, but, um, my dog is getting old and, uh, he's a big dog. He's seven years old. And if you know anything about older or about bigger dogs, they tend to have shorter lifespans. Um, and so this dog, his name is Darth, was given to me when I was in active addiction and, um, my parents had no idea that I was in active addiction. I just really wanted a dog. And so they got him for me, uh, right when I was moving out of their house. So I was about to move out on my own. It's when addiction, my addiction got really, really bad, obviously, because I was not under my parents' roof anymore, a lot more freedom. And I didn't care about myself, but that dog was my guardian angel. 110% was my guardian angel because I didn't care about myself. I would have died on the sidewalk and I would not have cared. And that sounds dark and that sounds twisted, but it's like I was an addict. Okay, I didn't care. All I cared about was getting the drugs and my dog. This dog saved my life because I always made sure to come home because my dog needed to be fed because my dog needed to be let out because my dog needed me there with him. He literally saved my life because I cared about him more than I cared about myself. Okay. And so why I'm telling you that story is that because, because of what he did for me, because of, he's my child, he's my son, he's my guardian angel. He is literally my, the light of my life. I love him so much. He's getting old. And I refuse to let him die in a small apartment. I refuse to not give him the life that he deserves. Because I owe him mine. Right? And so I said, I just want to give my dog a big yard. I just want to give my dog a big house. And I said, that's so stupid because it sounds like one of those basic girl memes like, oh, I became a millionaire so I could give my dog a big yard. But like, for real, that brings real raw emotion for me, right? And so Jesse Lee, my mentor, said, okay, perfect. Harness that. And I was like, that's dumb. It's a dog. And she was like, okay, he's not a dog, first of all. He's not just a dog. He's your child. Second of all, it's not dumb. If you feel it so deeply that when you talk about it, you want to cry, that is passion. And I said, okay. And she said, all right, what's the other thing? She said, and she said, that's not about Darth. That's not about Darth. Darth is happy being in this home with you, being with his mama. He gets so much love and so much attention. You know, you take good care of your dog. She was like, that's about you. That's about you wanting to make sure that you give him everything in life so that you feel better about what he did for you it's about me okay and so when you go through this what if series I want you to really unpack these things okay and I'm going to give you guys another example because I have another example of something that brings me emotion and so the other thing that bring that I said brings me emotion is when 
we went and looked at the house. Um, I brought my girlfriend Holly with me and, um, when Jessie Lee was moving into her new house and we walked around the whole house together and just looking at her face, walking through the house, like I was so like in love, like just watching her face. I just, I like immediately was like, I want to give her this. Like I want to give her that home. I want to give her that security. I want to give her that uh, life. Like I want to give her that. And I want to unpack this a little bit further and say that, like, again, that's not about Holly. It's about me. Okay, when you look at that, what if I could give Holly this home? What if I could give Holly this life? It's not about Holly, okay? I mean, she's great, 100%. But, like, it's not about Holly. It's about all those what what ifs, right? What if I felt, what if I felt worthy of love? What if I had a wife? What if I had a big home for our family? What if I could provide for my family? Right? What if I had a loving home? Right? Which, you know, my parents were divorced. I had a loving home, but my parents were divorced. What if I didn't get divorced? Right? It's about all the underlying what ifs. And so my mentor, when I told her that, she said, you know, I know you love Holly and I know that's great and everything, but she's like, I don't think that's about Holly either. I think it's about you and it's about Sydney wanting a family and Sydney wanting to provide for her family and Sydney wanting to create a home that she did not have growing up and Sydney wanting to create opportunities for her family that she did not have, right? And so when you go through this what if system, I want you to unpack those what ifs. Like, what are you really, what do you really want? On the surface, I want to give Holly a home. What does that mean for me? That means I want to feel worthy of love. Right? Does that make sense? Okay. And I'm going to stop right here for a second and just say, if any of this is speaking to you, somebody needs to hear this. So please screenshot it, share it into your Instagram story and uh, tag me leave a review, whatever. Like I need to get this message out because this was so important to me. Okay. This was literally revolutionary for me. So once you go through that what if system and you start to get an idea of why you are like, what are you passionate about? What do you want? Right. This is when we started exploring, um, the law, the laws that were given by John Maxwell. So if you ever have consumed any of his content, um, he has some laws that are in um, this book. I don't remember what book she said it was. But anyway, the first one that we went over was law of awareness, okay? And so law of awareness is that you cannot grow yourself until you know yourself, right? And so if you go through that 50 what if, situ- that 50 what if um, exercise, that is going to be difficult for you. It probably will because a lot of us don't know ourselves, y'all. Like I literally less than a year ago came out as a lesbian, I am still learning myself. And I just did this training last night on on Zoom with our team. And I had, you know, somebody say in the comments, like, none of us know ourselves. She's like, I'm 57. And all I know is that I love my family. We don't know ourselves, right? And it's especially because we live in a society where, like, it's 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 cool not to, like, care. It's cool not to figure out who you are. It's cool, like, we literally are just so satisfied walking through life, like, just, oh, that's how I am. I am the way I am. Well, like, why do you do that, okay? 
Why do you do that? What is your trigger? Maybe your trigger is nail biting, right? Like maybe, or maybe that your reaction to your triggers is nail biting. Maybe you bite your nails whenever you're anxious. Okay. Next time you bite your nails, stop and think like, why am I doing this? What happened that made me do this? What conversation do I need to have instead of biting my nails? Right? Maybe your vice is drugs or alcohol or food or whatever, Okay, I don't know what your vice is. I don't know what you do when you don't feel good, but it's, it's, and maybe you don't do it immediately when it happens. Maybe you get home from work and you're like, oh, I need a glass of wine. If you need a glass of wine when you get home, something is triggering you during the day. Figure out what it is. Learn yourself. Learn your triggers. Learn your responses. Learn why you are doing the things you are doing because you can't grow yourself until you know yourself. And we live in this society where like personal development is just kind of pushed aside. Like, I love network marketing because it's the only industry that you are paid based on how much you develop yourself, how much you learn, how much you grow, how much you work on your emotional intelligence and your adaptability and your triggers and how you learn your traumas and get past them. It is the only industry in the world that helps you heal. And you want to know why addiction is so prominent right now? It's not because of the war on drugs. It's the war on trauma. Nobody knows how to get past their trauma. Nobody knows how to deal with their shit. Okay? So you cannot grow yourself until you know yourself. So I want you to write this down. Where are you right now? Where are you? Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially. Where are you? And where do you want to go? Emotionally. Where do you want to go physically? Where do you want to go financially? Where do you want to go spiritually? Where do you want to go? Do you know the answer to those two questions? Because I know I sure didn't when we started this exercise. Where am I? Who knows? Floating around in freaking space. Where do I want to go? Not sure. How do you expect to get from point A to point B if you don't know where the hell you're going and where you're starting? It's like trying to run a race on like the opposite side of the world from where the race actually is, right? Like, where do you want to go and where do you, or where are you right now and where do you want to go, okay? So there's three types of people. And I am going to give you, I'm going to kind of run through this really quickly. If you want more in-depth stuff, I can do another podcast on this. Sorry, ketone break. Ah! I just spilled my ketones on the floor. Great. Okay, Um. so... There are three types of people. There are the people that uh, don't know what they want, right? And I think this is a lot of people. is like, you don't know what you'd want. So, like, you might be doing some actions. You might be uh, doing the things. Like, you know, I know I'm supposed to be recording podcasts. I know that I'm supposed to be going live. I know that I'm supposed to be sending messages. But I'm kind of doing it haphazardly, like, just floating around. Because I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what my goal is. So, what is keeping me... Some days I wake up and I want to watch Netflix, so I watch Netflix because, and don't record a podcast because what is keeping me on track? If you don't know what you want, you don't know what's keeping you on track. You have nothing to keep you on track. You have nothing to keep you accountable and nothing will keep you accountable more than your passions, right? So you have to know what you want. And I think this is where a lot of us are starting out, okay? Now, the second type of person is a person that knows what they want, but they don't do it. And, and and this is probably a lot of people as well. You probably maybe you want to be a writer. Maybe you want to be um you want to open a rehab. Maybe you want to open a dog rescue. Maybe you want to do I don't know what you want to do. 
Maybe you want to be a personal trainer. Maybe you want to be a dietitian. Maybe you want to be, I don't know, what do you want to do in your life? Maybe you want to be a stay-at-home mom. Maybe you want to travel the world. What do you, like, you, but you know what you want to do, and you're not doing the things to get yourself there. And this, this is going to hurt a little bit when I say this, but I want you to hear my heart on this. You're doing it because you're not doing the things because you don't feel worthy. It's a worthiness it's, it's a worthiness issue. It is not a consistency issue. It's a worthiness issue. Okay? If you know what you want and you're not doing the things to get there, it's because you do not believe that you deserve it. Right? And I just talked about that. I said there is so many things that I want in life that I can see them. I can see them now. I want them. But I don't attach emotion to it because I don't feel like I deserve it. We all struggle with worthiness issues on some level. But if you are not doing the things that you know you can do, like you know how to build a business. You do. And if you don't, you know how to learn. There are podcasts and YouTube videos and trainings and courses and and Google, okay? You know how to learn how to do it. If you know what you want, why aren't you doing it? Because you don't feel worthy. Right? Okay? And the last type of person is the person that knows what they want and they do it. And this is definitely my mentor. I'm going to use her as an example because it is such a clear example. But if you are on the empire, please, like, if if you are on the empire, you know Jesse Lee's goal for Empire You. You know it. I know you do. Because that girl knows what she wants. And she is doing the things to get there. If you are not on the empire... You probably still know because I know I've heard her talk about it on lives before. She wants to fill half the Cowboys Stadium for an Empire U. She wants to teach and train at the Cowboys Stadium. Okay? If you all knew that, you can like screenshot this and I don't know, put it in your Instagram stories and tag me if y'all knew that, okay? Like, and write Cowboys Stadium. But like, you knew what she wanted. You knew what her goal was. Because she talks about it and she knows what it is. She talks about it all the time. And you know that girl is going to achieve it. You know she is. Because she is building the team. She is making the connection. She is talking to higher level people. She is doing the things that it takes to get there. So that is the, the third type of person. The person that knows what they want and they do, they do the things to get there. Okay? And so there are three steps that you need to kind of figure out once you figure out what you what you want. Right? These are the three steps of like that you need to go through when you figure out what you want. Okay, the first step is awareness. This is the 50 what if exercise. Okay, awareness. What do you want? Who are you? Okay, you need to, you need to be aware of it, right? Like I talked about the triggers and knowing yourself, okay? It's if you know, like you need to know that nail biting is a response to your triggers okay you need to become aware of your triggers you need to become aware of what you want you need to become aware of uh your responses to your triggers you need to become aware of literally why do you do every single action that you do during the day throughout the day you make three thousand decisions why are you excuse me why are you making each of those decisions okay step number two is acceptance you need to accept yourself fully 110 percent right? And so this was something that her and I, that my mentor and I talked about on our coaching call as well, was that like, part of me, she said, when she, when I said the thing about Holly and wanting to give her 
that home, she said, I think also part of that is that like you haven't fully accepted that as a passion because you know, you still think like, oh, I'm supposed to like men. Oh, I'm supposed to want a husband. Oh, I'm supposed to want children. Oh, I'm supposed to want this, 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 this. Like, I want you to think about what you want, not what you're supposed to want, not what your mom wants, not what your dad wants, not what your your partner wants. What do you want without judgment of the entire world? If you were to write down on paper five, 50 things that you wanted without judgment of the entire world, what would they be? And you need to accept that because you can't force yourself to be passionate about a G-Wagon if you're passionate about a drug rehab or if you're passionate about having a family or if you're passionate about giving your dog a home. You can't force yourself to to be passionate about a G-Wagon. Y'all, I want a G-Wagon. But that's not what I'm passionate about. It. I don't want it bad enough that it is driving me to get up every single morning. I just don't. Okay. I'm going to get it one day. But that's because I'm passionate about getting my dog a yard. That's because I'm passionate about providing for my family. That's because I'm passionate about having this big, beautiful, open. Like, y'all, if you know me, you know I'm super, super woo-woo. I'm super, super into energy. The energy in this home that Jesse Lee is in is unreal. Like, literally, the whole, like, living space, the kitchen, the dining room, the uh, living room feels like you're almost outside because there's so much bright light and it's decorated so beautifully and it is, like, there's huge doors along all the walls that you can have open. It literally feels like an indoor-outdoor space and I freaking love that because the energy flows so beautifully. That's what I'm passionate about. Did you just listen to me talk about that? That's what I'm passionate about. When you when you hear me talk about a G-Wagon, I say, oh yeah, that G-Wagon's sexy. They are sexy. And I can tell you, I want a, I want a black, I want a murdered out G-Wagon. I'm gonna drive that thing around. But like, does that bring me as much joy as talking about the energy in the home that I am going to have with my family for my dogs? No, it doesn't. Okay, so complete and total acceptance of the things that you want, the things that are passionate for you, and the things that you that you are, okay? You gotta know yourself to grow yourself. And then the last step is can you do what you want to do? Okay, and so this is like, can you do what you want to do, and are you good at it? Okay, so a lot of you guys are probably listening to this because you're in network marketing or you're in MLM. And if you're using that platform properly, you're using it as a vehicle to fuel your dreams. Because nobody woke up and said, oh, I'm passionate about ketones. You might have woke up and said you're passionate about makeup. But like most people are not born passionate about the things that they are selling right now. You're using that as a vehicle to make your dreams come true. Maybe your dream is to be a a book writer. Maybe your dream is to open a horse farm. Maybe your dream is to open a dog rescue. I don't know what your dream is, okay? But if your dream is to paint and become a famous artist, but you're not good at it, then you're probably not going to be able to make money at it, right? So you need something else. So can you do what you want to do and are you good at it? Now, I want to say that everything in network marketing can be taught. 
So if you are listening to this and you're like, wow, my closing rate sucks. Wow, I'm not a, I'm not a great recruiter. Okay, first of all, I need you to change your language and say I'm challenged with. I'm, tra- I'm challenged with closing. I'm challenged with recruiting. Okay, challenged is a way better word. But everything in this industry can be taught. You can be taught how to sell. You can be taught how to recruit. You can be taught how to close. You can be taught how to lead. You can be taught. You can be taught. You can be taught. You can be taught. taught, But you're not going to teach yourself unless you're passionate about something else. Unless you're passionate about, unless you're passionate, woo, about reaching your goals. You're going to get, when, once you figure out what you're passionate about, you're going to get up every single day and you are not going to stop. You are going to say, okay, what do I need to do today to get closer to my goal? I need to listen to a podcast on sales. I need to listen to a podcast on recruiting so that I can up my sales so that I can have more money so that I can become a writer. So that I can pay for the publishing team. So that I can pay for whatever. Y'all, money might not bring happiness, but it sure as hell brings a lot of freedom. Okay? You need to find out what you're passionate about because that is what's going to get you up every day and what's going to help you create the content and learn the things that you need to learn and do the things that you need to do. You don't have a consistency issue. You have a passion issue, okay? And so I'm going to end that here, but I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope you gained value from this. If you did, please, please, I give out all my content for free 99. Can you please just share it out to a friend? Share it to your team. Share it in your Instagram story. Share it in your Facebook stories. I don't care where you share it. Just share it. And then leave me a five-star review because you have no idea how much that helps me, okay? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And please, please do the 50 what-ifs. If you want to send me a screenshot um, or a picture of your 50 what ifs, I would love to see it. I won't read through it if you don't want me to, but just to like, if you need that accountability, please send it to me. Um, I would love that. And I would love to chat with you about it if, if you need that, uh, that extra guidance. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And um, I'll catch you on the next one.